I'm going to also take a second to tell you all about one of our show sponsors. That's Norse Fire Equipment out of North Dakota. Whenever I first started talking about having sponsors for the show, I really wanted it to be genuine businesses that are firefighter owned and operated and people that have good business ethics and have a good mission. Matt Vercota reached out to me from Norse Fire Equipment. He and I have spoken and, and talked back and forth a little bit, got to know each other. And he seems to fit that criteria. He's a full-time firefighter and founded this company in 2020 to provide a good place for firefighters to be able to get equipment that they needed to be able to do their job and have it at a good price and just good quality equipment instead of some of these places that want to sell you real cheap crap. For Y'all go over to NorseFireEquipment.com, coupon code COWBOY5. That'll get you 5% off on your online orders. All right, guys, on with the show. Dispatch to all units. This is a third alarm. Switch to the TAC channel. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the TAC channel. I'm your host, Heath Meredith. This is the Third Alarm Cowboys podcast. This is the podcast for firefighters where we talk about real-life situations, everything from promotions, leadership, stuff inside your station, things in your home life like finances, relationships, you name it. We're going to talk about it, even some things that are a little controversial, but that's real life, and that's what we're going to talk about on this show. Guys, happy Memorial Day. I... uh have been seeing a ton of people, all the all the firefighter friends I have, and and everything in all walks of life, having a great day, posting lots of pictures. Ton of people. I have to give a huge shout out to all of you that have uh, done the Murph, which is a uh, CrossFit based workout in honor of uh, Lieutenant Mike Murphy, one of the Navy SEALs that was lost during Operation Red Wings, sacrificed himself to be able to make a sat phone call to be able to let people know back at at base that. The guys were under attack. Um, for those of you that don't know that story, I highly encourage everyone to go read Lone Survivor, look into it. Of course, there's a movie about it with Mark Wahlberg. Um, that was a little Hollywooded up, but overall, that is the basis of the show. It's a phenomenal film. But um, yeah, they uh, the actual organization of CrossFit, Mike Murphy was a pretty big advocate for CrossFit, especially in the SEAL teams. He did it pretty much religiously. And uh, so they ended up naming naming a workout that he actually kind of designed and his family brought to the the people that ran CrossFit and was like, hey, you know, Murphy did this uh, this workout all the time. You know, it was kind of something that I guess basically he designed and he patented, if you will, and they ended up giving it the name. And so now on Memorial Day, a shitload of people have been doing a uh, doing what they call the Murph. And I think that that is absolutely phenomenal. I myself have done it before. I did not do it this year. Um, I, I don't have a chin up bar at my house being perfectly honest, but I did get out there and get a workout in outside with my wife and, uh, really enjoyed doing that. Um, it's something that I'm going to have to look into doing and building at my house is actually putting in a chin up bar. Then I'll be able to do it myself. But anyway, huge shout out to all of you that were doing that. I hope everyone had a great Memorial day for those of you that are on shift and having to work. I feel for you. I work, uh, EMS, now one EMS. And for an agency that, that is right between two major lakes in Texas. And the other night we ended up, it was Friday night. We already had uh, one incident happen at the lake 
and really the weekend hadn't even kicked off yet. So I feel for you that that are having to work, and if you're busy, just know that we're thinking about you. Y'all stay safe. There's gonna be a lot of drunks that y'all gonna have to deal with, and uh, it's just part of part of the job and part of what we have to deal with. So everybody stay safe, and I hope everybody had a great Memorial Day. I posted the other day on Facebook that. I was kind of taking the lead from a lot of the military vets that I follow. So for people that don't know, I know it's something that's getting pretty popular on social media and it's really, it's educational and I think it's great. But for the people listening to the show that may not know, uh, it might not have been something that was taught to you in school or whatever, but basically Memorial Day is for, for the military servicemen and women that have lost their lives in, you know, in sacrifice of, of this country. Veterans Day is the day that's put out for, you know, the veterans that are still alive, people that you see at Walmart and stuff walking around that have their hat on and that that's their day. But today is about the people that truly paid the ultimate sacrifice. And that's something I'm going to talk about on this show is the ultimate sacrifice. I posted the other day saying that I was going to follow the lead of a lot of vets you know, people ask all the time, well, how do you, how should you celebrate Memorial Day? You know, everybody sees basically it's it's turned very commercialized i will say that it's it's become a very commercialized holiday just like black friday and everything else every fucking website is doing memorial day sales and all that and that to each his own whatever we've really gotten into the habit you know everybody cooks everybody grills drink beer barbecue and all that stuff on memorial day and that's great i think it's great that people are bringing their families together friends together neighbors coming over i saw some friends of mine from high school that posted that they actually got their whole neighborhood together this morning did the murph they were all hanging out at at their little community pool that they have there and cooking everything and that is phenomenal that is community and i absolutely love that i think that that is great having that level of camaraderie starting as a as a cultural change amongst our society where we're getting out of that mindset of isolation and not knowing your neighbors and we're going back to the way it used to be where people are getting to know their neighbors they're starting to build relationships and you know when times are tough and times get hard all we have is our neighbors and our family that's all we have you can't rely on the government you can't you can't rely on the cops to show up and and stuff because we're at a point society is changing and I'm, I'm going to talk about that on this show. I'm going to give a fair warning to everyone. This show may rub some people the wrong way. It may be a little, uh, little political, maybe a little bit more than some people want to swallow. But I woke up this morning and I started thinking and I've had a lot of things that's been been weighing on me. Pretty much daily. And I'm, I'm at the point where I think that people really need to hear and the, the like-minded individuals of you that are out there that, that feel the same way I do. It's time for people to start speaking up. It's time for people to start sharing shows like this one, podcast, whatever, where people are speaking the truth. All of you say all the time how you love that I don't sugarcoat things. I say how it is. I, I just put it out there. And that's that's something that I have always felt was important in my life. That's, that's how I've carried myself for years. And sometimes it makes it where I, you know, I lose friends, whatever people, I may rub people the wrong way. And that that's just part of it. But I think as a society and as a culture, that's something that really we're going to have to start doing. So that's something I'm going to talk about on this show. So going into Memorial day, I I told y'all that I was going to start picking a military 
service member that lost their life each year. That's something I've heard vets talk about and say that they do, you know, as communities, whatever, whether it's the, you know, Army, Navy, Marines, Air Force, you name it, they, a lot of them will, they'll pick a specific service member, they'll study, find out how they died, the, you know, the story, the battle, or whatever it was that they were involved in, basically read their bio. And then celebrate them that day. You're grilling your hot dogs, cooking your burgers, drinking your beer, barbecuing your chicken, whatever it is that you're doing, but you're doing it in honor of that person. It, it gives it a personalization. It gives it uh, a true memory to that person. So their their memory of their sacrifice is not forgotten. And this year I chose Danny Dietz. He was a Navy SEAL, died during Operation Red Wings. Uh, mainly the reason that I chose him is because how he died it was at the time last week when i decided and i was thinking about who i wanted to study and read about and i'm not going to give you all his full bio because i want you all to go out and and read about him yourself phenomenal individual but how he died and and what he went through and the level of badass that he demonstrated is what made me choose him now next year I'll find another badass to choose and and celebrate their life and and memorialize them. But this year, I just that's that's why I chose him. So go and read how he was killed in Afghanistan, the mission that they were on. There was four snipers that were placed in the mountains in Afghanistan. They were looking for a high value target, and shit went south. Bottom line. I know a large percentage of you have, have probably seen the movie, and so you, you understand what the concept of it was. But what they don't get into the movie is the aftermath of, of when people, the the rangers and stuff, actually got up there to them and started having to recover the bodies and, and everything like that. Well, Danny Dietz was shot that they confirmed in his autopsy to the point where he had to, it was suggested by the Navy that he have a closed casket due to his wounds. But he was shot, confirmed, guaranteed nine times. Nine times he was shot for him to finally go down. And, I mean, Marcus Trail has told the story hundreds and hundreds of times. Uh, you can go look it up, YouTube, whatever. Go read the book. These guys were shot to shit. They were still fighting because there was no options. I mean, there's nobody coming. They they had a quick quick reaction force coming in. But those helicopters were shot down. I mean, you literally got Americans being shot left and right all over the place. There's no rescue team to them. They didn't have a RIT team. You know, as firefighters, we have that comfort where we know the caliber of people that's standing outside. You know, whether it's another crew on your shift or whether you're doing a, an I-RIT, where it's your you know, intercompany RIT, which I've had to do that myself due to limited manpower. You know, it's your, it's your crew's EO and possibly the chief. Or, you know, battalion chief, whoever's outside or safety officer, what, whatever it is that your particular department does. But you have a comfort knowing that there's somebody coming to get you or they're going to die trying. It's the same way for the military. We have that understanding and, and so do they. And that's a comfort. But when you're up in the damn mountains like he was, it's not like they're right outside the window. It's, they're not right outside the door that you came in. You know, I would say most residential fires that we make, single-story residential, 
your writ team's 20, 30 feet away from you. This, they're miles, 20, 30 miles away from him. And they just kept fighting and kept fighting and kept fighting. And that's pretty phenomenal to me. I've gotten to a point where from the stories coming from you guys, and I, I, I love the messages I get from you. I love people telling me, you know, different experiences they have going on, different different circumstances they have going on with their department. So, you know, y'all keep those coming in. I, I try to get back with every single one of you as quick as I possibly can and help you out or, or give what advice or just tell you there ain't jack shit that I can do for you, um, which there's a few of you that, man, uh, my personal opinion, y'all need to get the fuck out of the departments that y'all work at because y'all, y'all have an uphill battle like I can't even imagine, truthfully. And with that being said, I've told you all before, I started this podcast really just knowing knowing the, the Southeast Texas area, Deep East Texas area, some of the struggles going on in a lot of those departments. And so that's really kind of where I started wanting to help those people out, try to help the culture and a lot of the departments, give people a stronger mindset on what to do, try to, to help with the leadership, and really just try to give people a voice that they could fall upon because I know that the departments are struggling. I know that turnover rate is a problem. I know that leadership is chicken shit. So that's where I started. But now when I'm getting messages from people from Ohio and South Carolina, North Carolina, Nebraska, Missouri, places that I've never, never even been, and I'm getting these messages from you, and I realize that as a fire service, Completely nationwide. It's the same problems everywhere. It's the same shit everywhere. And what it comes down to is cowardice bullshit. I had that fucking troll on my Facebook several weeks ago. I talked about where that he said, oh, what do you mean we're cowards? We are. We're cowards. You could sit here and say all day long that we're America's bravest. But when only one out of 10 of us will stand up and tell the truth, when only one out of 10 of us will stand up and say, hey, this shit's not right. We're fucking over the taxpayers. We're fucking over our crews. We got 110% turnover rate and we can't fucking keep good people. We're cowards. When the largest percentage of the people that wear a badge refuse to do what's right or refuse to say what's right, as a majority... As an industry, we are cowards. It's time to step up. Whether it's at the lower levels, firefighters, no matter what department you're at, we talk about the chain of command. Well, the chain of command, the span of control, and all that shit is, you know, a multitude of people down below. And then it steps up to the leaders or a few less and a few less and a few less. It goes up in a pyramid, right? So there's more people at the bottom. That's where your strength is. Your strength in numbers. Our union, the IFF used to be all about that. I don't know what the fuck they're doing. That's their business. I'm no longer a member. I have my own personal feelings, but people need to realize I'm from a state that, yes, we can have unions, but honestly... Unions don't have any teeth when it comes to the state of Texas. They're they're not a union-friendly state. 
you can have one, but essentially what ends up being for you is you're paying your monthly dues to get a fucking sticker on your truck and a t-shirt. Unless you have a badass local where you have a president that's willing to get out there like Houston Fire Department and put his career on the line and put his ass on the line to fight for the people and talk to the lawyers and learn damn near to be a lawyer himself, that's the only way that unions in Texas have any kind of teeth. So that's not the case for most of us. Most of it, it's it's nothing but a glorified bumper sticker crew that takes your fucking money. We don't have that, which means we only have each other. You only have the dude sitting on the truck beside you, the lady sitting on the truck beside you. That's all you have. And for those of you that are messaging me saying that, you know, you've reached out to your officer, your officer won't do jack shit. You've reached out to officers on the on your shift following your chain of command, but reaching out to officers on your shift that might be on another crew and they won't do jack shit to resolve whatever problems it is. Well, you have nowhere to go. And I totally, totally resonate with that. And I totally understand that. And it's sickening. It's sickening that we have firefighters who are supposed to be America's bravest. We are supposed to be willing to die for the public and die for each other. And yeah, you go to your officer and they won't do shit because they're scared to death. They're scared to death of losing their job. They're scared to death of getting a fucking write-up from the chief or pissing the chief off or whatever to even do simple shit. Simple little things that shouldn't, it shouldn't even be a conversation. If you have a retention rate problem and you can't keep experienced people and your firefighters are coming to you because they're tired of losing people and starting over and they're worried about who's riding with them because they have day one rookies riding beside them all the time and they're training and they're training and they're starting over and people are still leaving and they come to you and they say, we need to do something better and you just shrug your shoulders and put your head down and look at the fucking floor because you're worried about what the chief might say, if you stand up, you are a fucking coward. You are a fucking coward, and you do not deserve to wear a badge of America's bravest. Sacrifice. We talk about sacrifice today. People say the ultimate sacrifice. Do y'all know what the fuck the ultimate sacrifice is? That is fucking dying. It's just not damn Medal of Honor, whatever the fucking game. I don't play video games for you. Those of you that do, whatever. I don't do all that shit that's, that's never been something that, that I've been into. You don't respawn in this fucking world, okay? You die, you go in the ground, you go to wherever that it is that you're going to go in the afterlife, and that's it. You're done. You never see your family again. You don't get to go to the fucking gulag and fight your way back. You don't get to see your kids. You don't get to see your wife or your husband again or your mama or your daddy. You don't get that back. Ever. And they never get to see you again. I see all these pictures today of babies at headstones, of wives at headstones crying because daddy's not coming home. People are willing to do that and have been doing that for us in this country so that we can enjoy those fucking hot dogs and hamburgers. They do that for us, for firefighters, 
because they expect us to take care of their wife and kids or their husband and kids while they're over there doing that. We're supposed to have the same oath. We're supposed to be willing to give the same sacrifice for their family while they're 2,000 miles away on the other side of the fucking planet making sure that we're not having to deal with assholes that want to come here and bomb us or assholes that want to walk into a damn grocery store and shoot us. They're over there dealing with that shit far away so that we don't have to so that if their wife and kids or their husband and kids or their mama or their daddy or whatever has a fucking heart attack or anything or car wreck fire we're willing to die to take care of their family because they're willing to die to take care of us and most of you don't get that most of you are so wrapped up thinking about your next fucking promotion, thinking about keeping the chief happy, thinking about making sure that your shit is stay, you stay comfortable so that you can keep your fucking boat and you can keep all your little perks that you have in your life and the comforts that you have and you're not even willing to do the little things. It's little shit. It's words. Do y'all understand that? Danny Dietz was shot nine fucking times. When's the last time one of y'all got fucking punched? When's the last time one of y'all got burned? Have you ever been burned trying to save somebody? That is not the same as getting shot, but it still sucks ass, but that's at least an injury that you earned. Broken bones. How many of you had some shit fall and hit you and, and hurt you? That is true physical pain. That has the potential of actually killing you. Some of you are scared of words. Some of you are scared of a fucking piece of paper of a write-up. A write-up. You know what paper is? Paper is the same shit you wipe your fucking ass with. It's the same shit. It comes from fucking trees. It's the same shit, and you're fucking scared of it. You're scared of it because you do not have the courage to follow through on the oath that you gave. That today, today we are memorializing the people that truly fulfilled their oath. And you're scared of words. You're scared of stepping up and telling someone, no, we're not going to do this to people. No, we're not going to treat people this way. No, we're not going to steal from the fucking public and their tax dollars. It's easy to get on Facebook and act like you care. It's easy to get on Facebook and put on a fucking show. It's not easy whenever the chief comes over there and asks you to do some crooked shit. Or you're over there and you, you're you at your fire station and you know of some crooked shit going on within your fucking department. Or you know that you fucked over somebody in a hiring process that was a good dude, was a good lady. They would have been a great firefighter, but somebody on your crew or the chief or somebody had a personal vendetta against that person. So y'all did what you needed to do on the paperwork to make sure that person couldn't fulfill their dreams. But you knew about it and you were scared of words. You wouldn't even step up and say no. It's two fucking letters, y'all. No. It's not getting shot nine times. Shot nine times and still fucking fighting. And we got firefighters that are supposed to be out there watching our ass 
and protecting our ass, and they're scared of words. They're scared of paperwork. Do y'all not see how ridiculous that is? We are America's bravest. Go look it up. Just Google America's bravest. And like the first 50 fucking things that come up is all firefighter shit. That is what we are. That is what the public, that is what the country, that is what everyone has labeled us. That is a title that we earned. Not me. The people before us. The generations before us. The firefighters that died before us, that actually upheld their oath and did what they were supposed to do. The same thing as the military guys are doing. We got in this country and we built this country off of people being willing to die to protect it and to see the future of it. To want a future for it. Now's where I'm going to probably lose some of you listeners, and I'm okay with that. I don't really get political very often on this show. I I really do try to avoid it because there's a million other podcasts out there that all they do is talk politics, and I don't think this is the platform for that, and I'm not going to talk about it very much. But the things I'm seeing in this country, across the board, I'm not going to talk Republican, Democrat, all that fucking shit. I don't like at this point. It's all fucked. It doesn't matter what side of the aisle that you're on. They're crooked on both damn directions. But what I can tell you is when we're sitting over here and you have every major company, your targets, Anheuser-Busch, all the things that all of you have been seeing all over Facebook, all this shit, the normal everyday person the normal everyday one of us, we're under attack on every level. That You can't even just be a normal person anymore. I don't care what you do. I don't care who you do it with and all that kind of shit in your personal life, whatever. But what you got to understand as firefighters, how long till this shit comes and hits us? How long until it becomes more important for all of these different political avenues than it is about taking care of each other and taking care of the community. What are you going to do then? What are you going to do whenever these fucked up city administrations and everything else that we're dealing with as a as an industry, as a fire service, what are you going to do whenever it becomes more important to those people to push all of the different political agendas than it is to actually take care of the community than it is to actually fight fire what are y'all going to do then what are y'all going to do when you have unqualified people that are being forced into the fire service and they change the rules for all all these different reasons and bottom line is, is it's your ass that's in there burning and you have no help then. You're going to wish you would have said something then. You're going to wish that we had the courageous firefighters. But I'm here to tell y'all, from the people that I know, my personal friends, people are tired of it. My personal friends are tired of being the ones at the departments that are stepping up and everyone else is cowering down. 
When you got fire chiefs, I'm going to tell you all a story. When you have fire chiefs that will fuck someone over in a hiring process, I'm talking about straight fuck them over. And then you see them in public a couple days later, after they've already been promising you a job for a multiple, you know, multiple months, all this, that, and the other, and then you see that person in public and he looks down at the floor and he won't even make eye contact with you. That's a cowardice bitch. That's what that is. And that's a fucking fire chief. That's the top. That's the top spot. That's the example. That's the person that sets the example for everyone all the way down. And he knows that he fucks people over and he can't even make eye contact. He sits there, shuts up, quiet as a damn church mouse, and looks at the fucking floor. Now, if you're proud of yourself and you're proud of the decisions that you make, you stand tall with your shoulders back and your head up. You stick your hand out, you shake your hand out, you shake your shake somebody's hand, and then you, you, you go on about your business. That's what you do when you know you're in the right. When you know you're in the right, you don't have to look at the fucking floor. When you know you're in the right, you can speak up. You're a coward if you look at the floor and don't say anything. You're a coward if you fuck people over and you won't say anything. And we have men and women out here that have literally died to give us the privilege to be a fucking coward. Think about that. That is absolute ridiculous. But I bet they're having fucking burgers and hot dogs today. I bet they're at the lake. You're completely missing the point. If you behave that way, Monday through Friday, and then you want to go on a holiday like today, Post on your shit, talking about so thankful for the people that have given the ultimate sacrifice. You're missing the whole point. It's about honoring those people by living the best life for their sacrifice. It's by standing up and living a life worth their sacrifice. Being a coward bitch is not worth their sacrifice. That's the reality. You think they're proud of that? You think they're up in heaven looking down, looking at the shit that we got going on in this country? You know, I'm I'm from the fire service yard in my community. So I'm going to hammer hard on the on firefighters, bottom line, because I think my expectations of the fire service is to truly be the leaders of this country. Politicians aren't going to fucking do it. They're out doing their own shit. We done sent fuck way over 100 billion dollars now overseas to Ukraine and all, all all that shit going on when we got all these problems here. Hell, all the roads in my town are fucking falling apart and we're sending all of our money overseas. More money than any other, than the VA, than any other organization in this fucking country gets. We're sending it overseas. So politicians aren't the answer. They're not the leaders of the country, okay? They're not. Who I view the leaders of this country to be because This country is the land of the free and home of the brave, right? Land of the free because of the brave. However you want to word it. Well, guess who the brave are? It's us. America's bravest are firefighters. So in my mind, you don't have to like this. You don't really have to agree with it. But in my mind, in my mindset, the leaders of this country are firefighters. We're in every community, paid and volunteer, 
every family has a has a, a paid or volunteer firefighter in it. Everywhere. No matter how small of a town, like if you come from where I came from, where we've got 2,000 people in the whole county, or you're fucking Houston, Texas, with greater Houston, Texas area between 9 million people, whatever. There's firefighters in every town. And the community looks to us for their every emergency. Which means we are America's leaders. So we can't be cowardice bitches. We can't be scared to step up and do what's right. We can't be scared to step up and say what's right. Now you don't have to be as rough as me. You don't have to cuss and all that. But hell, let me do it for you. Don't be, don't be scared to associate with people like me that will step up when times are tough. That will step up whenever there's confrontation and conflict. You need the people that'll step up. That's the bottom line. I told y'all I was coming at y'all for Memorial Day. But... You know, seeing all the posts today, and like I said, I really am proud. I, I'm, I am a proud American. I'm a proud Texan, and I'm a proud American. And I think that it's amazing that people are taking such a hard look into what Memorial Day is now. I think that's a, thanks to a lot of social media. I do. I think that that has been a great educational tool for people to understand truly what Memorial Day is, because Lord knows public education system doesn't teach a shit anymore. So. I'm proud. I'm proud. But what I'm even more proud of is knowing that people would be looking down proud at me for standing up for what this country is meant to be. We're rebels, y'all. Americans were fucking rebels. We told England, kiss our fucking ass. We're not paying you fucking taxes. You don't like the shit. Let's go to fucking war behind it. Texas, even more so. Just go read about the story of the Alamo. Texans are proud. Real Texans, not the shit we got going on right now where we got a fucking governor that's too busy worried about importing people from California and kissing Facebook and Instagram and all those executives' ass trying to pad his own pockets through means of that, but I'm not getting into all that shit. But bottom line is, Texas is losing its way. That's part of the reason why I'm fired up today. We got some shit going on down here. P- impeachments and shit going on. And, you know, we we just have people that are fucking cowards that are in positions of power. They're not living a life. And, and hell, the damn governor is one of the first ones. He posts all his shit about Memorial Day. But he's not living, he's not living to his full expectations of making sure that this state flourishes. Just like a lot of politicians in this country are not living in a way to make sure that the United States is flourishing. They can get on and talk shit about how grateful they are for the military men and women, this, that, and the other. But they're not they're not protecting the country. They're not making sure that we're growing and going in a healthy direction. Fuck. Go buy groceries. Y'all are firefighters. Y'all know. A couple years ago, we could buy twice as so many groceries as we do for what right now. That's not good for firefighters because Lord knows we don't make that much money and we damn sure ain't got Facebook taking us to steak dinners writing us fucking fat checks on the low. That's the reality of where we're at. Y'all know it and I know it. 
But firefighters can fix the shit. We can't. We went through, we've gone through a time period where we got overly reliant and given way too much credit to people with college degrees and certifications. I'm a true believer in that. I know that pisses some people off, but I am a true believer in that. We promoted a lot of fucking people that did not have the experience to back up the level of education that they claim to have. Because the reality to it is, if you have a fucking degree and you have all these certifications, but when an emergency comes out and I see the panic in your eyes and I hear the panic in your voice and I see you start speeding up and getting fucking excited and you're like, we gotta go, we gotta go, we gotta go, acting like that. Your experience is not there. I'm sorry. It's not. You bullshitted your way to get your fucking job. And how many of y'all deal with that? How many of y'all deal with a battalion chief that could memorize a fucking book, take his test, and then when a fire comes out, he sounds like a fucking screaming cheerleader on the damn radio because he doesn't have a clue of what the hell needs to actually happen because they didn't tell him that in the book. He memorized what the book said, and that gave him his position, but he doesn't have the experience to stay calm, cool, talk with a clear voice, all the things that those of us on scene inside that fire, what we need, we need that calm, cool incident commander, not the one that's panicking and wanting to try to pass his job off on somebody else. That's what we've done as a fire service is allowed that type of mentality and mindset to promote. We have. And now it's time for real firefighters to step up. It's time for real firefighters to get a voice and stop being scared of words. Stop being scared of just doing what's right. Words don't hurt, y'all. We're not in fucking elementary school anymore when you're getting bullied. Words don't hurt. Getting shot nine times, that, that hurts. I can't even imagine, but that hurts. Getting burned. Getting caught in a flashover, backdraft. Getting your fucking ears roasted off while wearing gear. But you're in there trying to make that save. That hurts. But you know what both of those incidents are? Both of those people were doing their job. Both those people were upholding their oath that they took to serve the country and serve the community. And we are supposed to be willing to go to that level. If you're not, if 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 you're not willing to go to that level, then this is not the job for you. I don't give a fuck if you like the schedule. I don't give a fuck if you like wearing the badge. I don't give a fuck if you like going and telling everybody that you're a firefighter or that you're a fire chief or anything in between. If it makes you feel powerful and makes you feel good to hold that title and say that, but you're not willing to do the job, then this is not the job for you. Find something else. Go fucking find a desk job because that's what you want to do anyway. If you want to walk around this country, and, and claim to be a firefighter, that makes you America's bravest. Then you got to uphold that. And you got to stop being scared of words. 
you got to be stop stop being scared of the write ups from people that write policies to en- enforce their cowardice and protect their own cowardice. That's the bottom line. So guys, I know that episode's a little a little more harsh, but I, it need to be said. People have got you got to start thinking. People have got to start bottom line. People have got to start growing a set. You got to get some guts and realize that firefighters are the leaders of this country. Our community looks to us for everything. Our military men and women are overseas taking care of us and taking care of business over there. We got to take care of business here in every community because that's our job. That's what we're here to do. So do it. Guys, I just want to continue to thank everybody for all y'all support. The uh, t-shirt sales and everything has has been growing, and that's all thanks to y'all. And I really am thankful thankful for that. That's what's allowing the show to continue. It's allowing me to be able to buy the equipment and things I need to kind of expand this podcast. And I really am grateful, a hundred percent grateful. I love the messages that I get from y'all, the encouraging words. People that are messaging me, I, I even have you know I've got I've got old fire chiefs, I've got old senior guys that are active and retired that message saying I love the content you're putting out. You're saying what people need to hear. You're putting out content, you don't sugarcoat it, and that means the world to me. It means the world to me to have basically old head fire chiefs and old head firefighters encouraging me. And agreeing with me, it lets me know that the fire service that I came into, that firemen were badasses, man. Those old school captains and old school senior guys that I came in under, I just wanted to be half as badass as them. Wanted to be half as aggressive, to have half the reputation of kicking doors down and making shit happen that they did. And then somehow now, under the a lot of the new administrations and new leadership that the fire service has, That's almost bastardized. That's looked down upon. You're dangerous and you're a hindrance because you're aggressive. Fuck that. We literally have the people that built this career and handed it over to us saying what I'm doing is right. What those of those of you that are out there that are like me that have the mindset of kicking doors down and being a badass and doing the right thing and not taking shit. The ones that built this career, they agree with us. They don't like the fucking cowardice bitches either. They don't. I promise you, they don't. I get the messages. They fucking hate it too. It's destroying what they left. They can't stand seeing the departments that they built being run by fucking crooks. And, and people that are taking advantage and taking the money for themselves and building the, through their own financial means instead of building the department up and leaving it better. That's what we're supposed to do is leave it better for the next generation. And we're, we're not there. We're not there. We're dealing with a lot of selfish cowards right now. And it's time for people to step up. A lot of these older guys are getting out there and they're training on the shit. They're... Look at Chief Mo Davis. He is getting out. His class is called Aggressive Command. 
It goes against what 80% of departments over the last 10 years have tried teaching, saying, oh, no, we can't do this. We It's it's safety culture, safety culture, safety culture. And he's out there teaching the shit. Well, guess what? What's saving lives? The way he runs his fire scenes are saving lives. That's the reality to where we're at. We're in a cultural war in the United States, and we're in a cultural war in the fire service right now of the guys that want to do this job for the right reasons that have a badass mentality and they're getting it and they're aggressive and they want to do the right thing and they want to serve the community against the people that are using this shit to pad their own pockets, to pad their own resumes and make themselves look good and feel fucking important because they get to wear a badge and walk around and tell all the people in their neighborhood that they're a fire chief and they get to park their damn flight car out in front of their house, and everybody in the neighborhood knows, oh yeah, he's a fire chief such and such. We're in a cultural war against that shit. And it's time for the the firefighters out there that are in this shit for the right reasons to get loud, to get to the public. I gave you all a great success story on the last show. Go listen to it about firefighters stepping up and the community is taking care of them. It matters. Your voice matters. You being willing to do this job and make make the sacrifices and being brave matters. It does. It absolutely does. In every single small town and every single big city across this country, the reputation that we have in the fire service, it matters. So step up. Stop being scared of words. Stop being scared of paperwork. When you do the right thing, you get good back. Bottom line. So guys, go follow us on Facebook. Follow us on Instagram. Join the Third Alarm Cowboys group on Facebook. Seeing a lot of you have been posting some pictures and stuff, and and we've had a ton of new members. Feel free to post anything that you know y'all want on there about fire service stuff. Y'all have you know questions that you want to post and ask. I know there's a lot of groups out there that are already kind of doing that thing, but you're welcome to do that on this group. You're welcome to post pictures if you do order a shirt. Go ahead and post a picture of the shirt. That there's people that have been doing that. I think that's great. Post pictures of your fire crew, whatever. I mean, it's it's a it's a community. It's a community of like minded individuals and like minded firefighters out there that are in this job for the right reasons. They want to serve the public and they want to do the right thing. This isn't a group. I mean, I I watch it pretty closely. This isn't going to be a group of a bunch of damn bullshit. I'm not going to allow it. I'll tell y'all to eat my ass. I don't care. So get on there. Join the group. If you have questions, if you want to know about tactics, there's some people on there that are way better tactically than I'll probably ever be. You can ask what you need to ask. If you have leadership question, whatever, it just just know that the group is is all about being interactive. I post stuff on there. You know, feel free to comment and everything on there. But y'all follow us on. I do most of the social media honestly on Facebook. I'm getting better about Instagram, but I'm not the I'm not the biggest fan of the platform. If I'm being honest, um, go to thirdalarmcowboys.com. We still have some podcast launch shirts. Of I've had several of y'all order this week, and I really I'm grateful for that. The shirts are 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 move, starting to move a whole lot faster, and that's great. 
that's going to allow me the opportunity to put out the next design and, and really start expanding. But y'all go on there if you want to read a little bit about me. I've got a bio on there. We have uh, Cat Marjay Nep, our third alarm fighter. I have a page for him on there where we're going to start uploading information. He's still doing his training, still just on standby about getting his fight locked in, his next fight locked in with the venue. So we're waiting on that and still have some guests lined up. Now that summertime is here in Texas, the kids are out of school, and so we are starting to really get to enjoy some family time, and I'm, I'm excited about that. All right, guys. Well, remember what I said about this Memorial Day. It's it's great. It's absolutely great. Those of you that have posted and understand what the meaning of today is, just just keep in mind that when you post and you, and you make a social media post and you say, you know, thanking the people that have made the ultimate sacrifice, remember what the ultimate sacrifice is. It's not just some words. It's truly not just words. So why should you be scared of some words at the fire station? Why should you be scared to have a, a truthful and honest conversation at your fire station? We'll see you on the next one. Put you right back in your place Just like a whaler said